Hello, and welcome to the Dad and Buried podcast. My name is Mike, also known as Dad and Buried. Somebody today messaged, uh, commented on one of my Instagram posts because I referenced them, and they said they feel low-key famous because um, I mentioned them in one of my posts. And I said, you realize I'm not even low-key famous. <laughs> you know? Are you sure they weren't just feeling really low about themselves because you had reached out to them? Maybe that or, was... Or they were just mocking me and themselves. Um, either thing is probably more true than, and then me being famous or anybody I touch being, I mean, look, if I were famous at all, then you would be famous and you're certainly not famous. Sorry, Pete. Nope. Nope. Definitely not. I'm unless you're into horticulture. Well, if you I are, am, and I still okay. Interview, so, okay. Um, well, I'm working my way up. It's a tough field. Okay. Well, Just you know leave me you alone. Do? You should get on social media and you should start a blog like I did. And that's why I'm known around the world as dad and buried because of my blog and my Instagram, my Facebook and my Twitter. And that's why you're not known because uh, nobody knows you have a green thumb because you're not promoting yourself. Well, you know what? TikTok wasn't around when I started. So now it is. Watch Man. out. I haven't I haven't TikToked in a, you, in probably more than a week. No chapstick? I have plenty of chapstick. Believe oh, okay. me, I am well stocked up with chapstick. I just haven't TikToked. Um so as always, we are back here um tonight to talk about things we hate about parenting and sometimes once in a while the stuff we kind of sort of don't hate. Little, little creeps in. Creeps in a little bit. A little bit. So the topic this week was I asked everybody um, what their favorite and least favorite ages are. Um, and one thing I think we'll notice is that most of my followers who respond to this stuff and our listeners um, have kids on the younger side. Um, so while there is some mention of teenagers and older, most of it is centered around babies and toddlers and younger kids, which is fine because that's what I have my experience with. You have slightly older, at least one slightly older kid that you'll be able to speak to a little bit. If she even comes up, maybe maybe yeah. she's maybe she's just so mediocre. She's not a favorite or a least favorite. But it makes sense. I mean, listen, if you have older kids, you've forgotten about it all at this point, and you're you're too busy drinking the day away to like care about anything or to listen to any podcasts about people whining about their. This is you know, what happens kids. when someone like has kids in their first marriage and then they get divorced. And then they get married again. Then they forget, like, oh, we want to have like a baby. Or maybe their the spouse is a little younger and the older parent forgets what it was like to have a young kid. And then suddenly yeah. you're trapped and you got a baby. And you're oh, like, that's what it's like. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah, I totally remember now. Um, so we did get a fair amount of comments bitching, which we love. Um, and even some positive stuff, which, you know, I'm a little bit less comfortable with, yeah. you know, but I'm learning how to roll that's with it. Yeah. Um, as always, if we use your comment, we will mention you. And at the beginning of the show, which we're about to do right now, we like to talk up the people who have supported us um, on Anchor and Patreon, giving us a little bit of money so we can keep doing this, especially uh, during the quarantine. So we can't be together in person. Our tech costs are really, they're blowing up through the <laughs> My yeah. wardrobe, as you can see with my hoodie. We spent all of that. Bear. <laughs> we spent all of it on that hoodie. It's it's uh, homeless chic, I think is what we're calling <laughs> You know what? I, people like to call me like I have like a Jedi look, and I appreciate that. It doesn't bother me at all. Mm, what people? Your son? You know what? <laughs> you know what? I would take it. Um, so as always, we want to start off with thanking our supporters. We got Ryan Millen and MS Babayan on Anchor. Thank you very much. Uh, and the first, the single dad tier of Patreon, we got Check Your Kids at the Door, Chris Coleman, Emsa Daniel 1980, Mallory McKenzie, Miriam, and Tina Davis. The dad bod tier. My dad bod is kicking. I said last week that it was kicking. It is just every, the upward trajectory of this or the rounding out of the, I'm flattening, I'm not flattening the curve. I'm expanding the curve of my dad bod. On that tier, we got Lindsay Woodruff, Andrea Sandoval, Barbara Geiger, Bill D'Amica, Dana Bozde, Jacques Govar, and Morning Glow. I can't believe how many people give us money. And the father figure tier, we got brand new Patreon, Cotton Farmer AZ. We'll hear from him or her. I'm honestly not Cotton sure, as usual, Farmer. a little bit later. Wes Clark, Jennifer Wynn, my old friend Julie McCarthy, Paul Apolsky, who... I did a quick video on IGTV about how much Easter candy sucks, um, and he was offended by it. He told me he's less offended by my takes on parenting and more offended by my takes on candy. Um, and on the world's greatest dad tier, we got Mary Williams and Julie Burton, who has she commented, and she has um, she has a a, a teenager and a tweenager. Um, and guess what? She prefers four year olds. So there you go. A little insight into that one. Yeah, um, we're going to get into that topic in a minute after a quick, you know, you have any interesting anecdotes from your life under quarantine over the past week? Not, uh, not the past. Well, the past week has been a blur as it has for most people. But why don't we uh, why don't we pick this up when we come back? Why don't we, Pete? You know what? All right. Way to keep the show rolling. 
All right, we'll see you right up to this. So I did want to kick off before we get into favorite and least favorite ages. I did want to ask you a serious question because I can see you on video. Not everybody's going to watch this on YouTube, um, but we record these over Skype so that we can look into each other's eyes um, as we're used to doing when we're actually yeah. in the studio. Um, and what I can see is where as my hair is getting unruly, increasingly unruly and long, yours looks exactly um, the same. Very, um, yeah. you know, professionally quaffed almost. And I'm going to ask, are you getting your haircut in-house somehow? Uh, no, I found an underground haircutting ring. Um, wow. It's very hush-hush. Like <laughs> no. Yeah, just like Harriet Tubman. That's right. <laughs> the underground no. barber. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, but it, it turns out that I've been living my life sort of in, in anticipation of a pandemic since the very beginning because uh -huh. um, I cut my own hair. So for me, nothing changes, Mike. You I see regret that? that I've asked yeah, the question. Yep, I'm like I'm like Jerry. I'm like you always cut even. Your own nothing hair. happens. Yeah, so I cut my own hair. How do you do that? You have like a flow bee, I assume. I I hook it up to the vacuum. There's yeah. a lot of screaming. Yeah. A, a little bit of blood and <laughs> a lot of just 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 anger anger coming out from from the bathroom. Yeah. So not only have I not gotten my hair cut, uh, nor will I be getting my hair cut anytime soon and I'll be damned if anybody in my family is going near my head with scissors or anything. Um I also uh, I shaved at the very beginning of March. I think on March 1st because I hadn't shaved and I had a, a beard for a few months and now it's back. And um now it's back. mom and buried is on is not happy with either. <laughs> my, my hair head my head hair or my face hair but what are you gonna do um so tonight you may realize if again if you're watching a video i'm in the i'm in the bedroom um and usually i'm in my living room and part of the reason that i'm in the bedroom instead of the living room is because mama barry and i had a rough bedtime routine um trying to put the kids down we both need to decompress a little bit mama barry is finishing watching what she was watching and i'm like you know what Let's ease up. I'm going to go into the bedroom and I'll, I'll, I'll do the, the podcast from there. Um, and what is happening is we've talked about sibling rivalry before, um, but the sibling rivalry is going through the roof. And the main offender is my nine-year-old. Um, and he complains that the four-year-old uh, gets away with everything. And um, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit he does the four-year-old is becoming a little bit more problematic for sure um but he's 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 very cute he's that's the, very cute. the thing is is he's playing that card every five minutes uh -huh. that cute card wasn't me he says as he as he writes crayon on the wall i don't know he's, does he have exactly. a catchphrase does he have a catchphrase that he delivers you know every what day? he's like, been saying ooga, ooga. yeah it actually is ooga wooga very good he's <laughs> yeah, a caveman yeah. Yep. Um, actually, lately he's been, and he gets this from his brother, and his brother gets it from whatever insidious YouTube program he watches, right. where he'll just go, "Really?" or I'll say something, he'll go, "Really?" <laughs> it's very cute. It really just adds to his arsenal of tricks. Um, but I was thinking of that. I was going through the responses people said what their favorite ages and their least favorite ages are, and there's a lot of pro toddler preschooler. They're very cute. Um, they're not as problematic yet. Right. And I, uh, and I can I definitely think the, the and I've said this before, I got in some trouble saying stuff like this on my Instagram page or on like I went on Scary Mommy's Instagram page. Somebody got mad at me because I talked about how babies weren't really hard. They're just inconvenient. And it doesn't really start to get hard until the kids are real people and they start to have personalities and stuff. And I think that starts to happen like five, six, seven is when they really start to become people, people instead of just little moppets. Right. Um, your mileage may vary a little bit, but my four-year-old is still kind of in the sweet spot of uh, coasting by in his charm. Yeah. No, no. My 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 five-year-old is definitely there. He's he's mm -hmm. he's 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 throwing the the cue card every now and again. Wait, also, what? He says every day. Wait, difference. what? Wait, wait, what? Dad, what? Every five minutes. It makes minutes. a difference what? when you've got the young kid in the house with older kids and you have yes. a distinct comparison that you can look for yeah. one who is talking back or causing problems in some more real way. And then the little kid is just doing goofy toddler stuff. Uh, and it's like, oh. And when, he, when he speaks earnestly 
Dad, did you know yes. that Rock Devore? Like, and he just the the earnestness in his eyes of, do you know that Rock Devore? And I don't even know if I'm saying what it's is a Pokemon. It's like a Pokemon guy, or I'm probably getting oh, you like massacring. Yeah, and but you know he'll just with such a he is a Firestone and he can tr- transform into a different. And you're like, okay, dude, that's amazing. He's like, yeah, yeah, it can. <laughs> and you're like, wow, amazing. Like he's just like unveiled like the the truth of the you know out there just like 5g is causing this covid 5g is that what people are saying <laughs> yeah at least that's what my five-year-old told me there was a so, video I mean, years ago um that went a little bit viral of my son holding up a cell phone like a, a smartphone and babbling into it when he was like one and a half um and a bunch of the youtube comments because youtube comments are the worst of the worst comments um were like you you're except for our listeners of course yeah Yes, obviously. But your son is getting radiation from the cell phone. He's getting brain cancer, all this stuff. It was great. Now, my kid, obviously, he's grown a third eye on the side of his head. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That's yeah. Just I mean, look, it's completely coincidental, that third eye. But he, honestly, is very hyper aware. I got to be honest with you. You can't sneak up on that guy. He's got it. He's, he's aware of his entire <laughs> well, surroundings. If you tough. do, if you've never seen the video, if you want to see it, you can go to YouTube and look for a baby on cell. It's very cute. Because babies are cute. Even though I don't think I would say babies are my favorite. We've we've really spent a lot of time saying that babies are really a pain in the butt. So I'm this is what's interesting, but I'm looking at the document and it starts with favorite age being babies. And what's good about our listeners is they mitigate that stance immediately. So Beverly Williams dot three nine nine says babies are her favorite stage because babies don't talk. Felicia, F-A-L-I-S-H-A-J, Felicia, age, Felicia J13 says, baby, so much easier when they can't talk. For Parker Lane says, under one year old, they don't, they don't talk or walk and they're very cute. See, this is it. They're low maintenance. Even though right. the stuff you have to do, like the diaper stuff and the feeding and stuff, again, that's just inconvenient pain in the ass stuff. It's not hard. I would, I, I don't know. I would even qualify. It's, it's the, it's the, after that first month when you've kind of found your rhythm, the, the, the new one is settled in, whether it's your first or second or whatever. And then between one month and I would say five months where they're not really talking, they're just that, that is a sweet spot for sure. But then when the grabbing starts and like the, they become self-realized, you're just like, God damn it. This kid's this now sucks. south. Yeah. Why did I do this? Yeah. What is going on? They're crawling everywhere. No, don't put that poop in your mouth. That's the. For, oh, uh, come on, God man. Damn. My kid that, ate a. My, that's my what happened. But that months. happens. My 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 middle daughter ate grabbed poop, poop and, and put it in her mouth. Yeah. Oh, my God. Was it and your poop? It was not. I think, <laughs> luckily. That, luckily, it happened to not Had be a few IPAs poop. the night before. Yeah, exactly. My kid ate a penny once, and then I had to sift through his diaper for a few days until I found it to make sure it didn't stay in his stomach because the penny, the copper ca- can cause problems, even though that's yeah. really rare. I think my yeah. doctor was punking me to make me do that. Um, <laughs> Alicia, uh, Alicia Allies, 13, says zero to three months old is the best when you have maternity leave and can fucking nap when the baby naps. So people telling you to nap when the baby naps are those like well-meaning people online that are idiots and don't realize that you have other things to do, like clean the house and maybe you have uh, errands to run and jobs to do. You can't necessarily nap when the baby naps. But maternity leave must be pretty nice. I didn't have maternity leave. I had five days off because my bosses were cool. Did you have mater- paternity? Yeah, I had paternity. Look at time. you. Yeah, look at me. But wait, let me, let's me let go back to napping when the baby naps. Like, Why can't the baby uh, outside well, of eating and changing when that, in thing, that in that young age they're just gonna sit like they're not doing anything so you can yes clean but it that doesn't mean that doesn't mean the mom or the parent doesn't have a life and things to do and they sometimes no, i no. know you like to have those couple of hours to yourself when you're not latched to the baby but i think the bigger issue is baby nap you nap when the baby naps is one thing trying to nap when like the toddler naps is a little bit different because as the kid's older um they're clinging to you the entire time you can't just like put them in a bassinet and walk away and they're gonna coo um you're basically on them at all times so if you're trying to like do anything you can't until they're asleep and that's your time to kind of clean the house or do whatever moms do you know they're barefoot and pregnant i don't know (laughs) okay pro tip get rid of napping altogether don't don't you not the kid you why are you napping why why is the parent the parent shouldn't be napping why because the inertia here's why because the inertia of having to get up after a nap is so, first of all, 
you're going to only wake up to screaming or crying of some kind. And, you, you know, it's just it's not a pleasant way to reenter your your day. And meanwhile, that time is much better. Here's what you do. Here's what you, you take. You put the baby in the stroller. You're walking around. This was back, of course, pre 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 uh, COVID stuff, pre quarantine, and you'd be uh, here, oh, here's a nice bar, and they'd be like, you know, sir, it's uh, eight a.m. You're it's eight a.m. and you're like, I don't give a shit. Open your door, and you're like, ah, uh, I don't know, and you're like, open the door. I need my alcohol. That's that's what you do. This is eight a.m. So I don't yeah. like napping because, like you said, I don't like waking up from a nap. I always feel gross. But when you have a newborn, odds are you're not sleeping through the night because they're up every two, three hours to feed. So you might need to nap. But look, I'm not going to judge anybody for napping or not right. napping. Why don't you well, relax a little bit? Pete? Mm, I don't know. I can't relax. Not anymore. So Becca for real says the major upside of babies under seven months is that they don't move from where you put them <laughs> and they are super portable. You yes. can pretty much take them anywhere, like a bar, which is what we used to do with our oldest. After that age, they want to be on the move and you have to constantly chase them, yes. let them down, pick them up. The pre-mobile age is great. Um, it's one of the things Jess underscore Bennett 196 says. They don't talk back and they are immobile. And that is definitely a plus. Things get a lot more stressful. Having a baby, especially if it's your first baby, can be pretty stressful because you don't know necessarily what you're doing. Um, but once the kid can move, oh, oh. things get a lot more difficult. Yeah. It's funny because you're like, oh, we, we did it. We made it out. We, we, we brought our kid home. We're yeah. the best parents ever. And you're like four months in, you're like, Dude, we got this. And then like, oh, they're moving. Then they crawl. Oh my every god! Every time you get used uh, to a stage, every time yeah. you get used to a phase, it it changes and it gets hard again. TK sixty nine twenty seven says newborns just eat and sleep. It's easy till they start to move, and then it's all downhill. And that is actual fact. It is all downhill. Every age is worse. Uh, let's be honest. Yeah. TK sixty nine twenty seven is actually a scientist. So <laughs> Melanie Vineyard says those first two weeks are the best age. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't say and then it's all downhill but it's yeah. implied it's implied james larson 470 says i'm a father of three girls an eight-year-old a six-year-old and a four-month-year-old a four-month-old wow. and he says i prefer the baby see yeah babies well, that's... are easier they're not necessarily better i think they're just easier yeah i think um i mean i i can certainly tell uh as a, a father of three um as i was saying before in an earlier episode like I get to appreciate my youngest much more than I did mm -hmm. the first two. Cause the yes. first one, it's just like beaches in Normandy. You have no idea what's yes. happening. And the second one, I don't know what the equivalent of beaches in Normandy is, but it's like <laughs> that somewhere else. Me neither, man. And then the fourth one, it's kind of like, Oh, okay. It's, this is not so big a deal. So D I wanted to start the whole thing with this and I forgot. So D Lake Nestor says every age is terrible and great and great in one way or another. You can't really win. And that's, what we're talking about right so there's pros and cons to every age so babies they're boring and they're inconvenient and they don't sleep through the night and you, you know you got to carry them around everywhere and all that stuff but they're cute and they're easy and there's not a lot to do and then toddlers are really cute and they have a little bit of personality and they're fun right. but they're like running into traffic and yeah. they're really stressful <laughs> right so all that stuff happens so the way we broke up this episode is we wanted to talk about each stage so the baby stage we just gave you some of the the benefits or why people like it. And then we have some people chiming in with why they don't like it, which you've probably heard before every single time you tune into this podcast. <laughs> Half an acre says people who say they like the newborn phase are fucking liars. So shots fired. Shots fired. It's underscore Kate underscore again says mine are only four, but babies sucked the worst. <laughs> Mandy, Mandy Bueller, Mandy Manibular perhaps, says, I hated ages 10 months to 15 months, so this slightly older baby. I found it to be frustrating with teething, and, and they're super fucking clingy. The teething, once they start teething, that doesn't stop for like a year and a half. Yeah. It just, that sucks. And God forbid you have a colicky baby. Yeah, a colic is... is we had a mild yeah. case of colic with the hammer um, for a little while, and that was just like, from like 6 p.m. to like 11 p.m., just screaming. Yeah. Nothing no, you can do. It's brutal. Uh, Tully Phillips says babies are the worst from one to three. Lots of whining and they need supervision. That's one of the drawbacks with kids in general. They need a lot of supervision. I'm just trying to I live my life. I, I'm with I'm with Tully Phillips. The one to three is really it is such a, the amount of energy that needs to go in. That is where parenting is like crystalline because you're so tired 
And I'm just thinking of like any kind, any type of trip you've been on, or like yeah. the kids, the kid can't, they can't speak properly, or they can't speak yet. They can't. They all they can do is just grab things, anything that's shiny. Their attention span is three no. seconds. It's yeah. three seconds. You have all these toys. You need four billion toys just to entertain these kids. And, and I still have all those toys. Yeah. Well, there you go. Late. And they're around. Yeah. Exactly. My brother. So my brother has two kids under two right now. They're not even twins. What did he do? Made what a huge mistake. <laughs> yeah. The the so one will be two at the end of this at the end of May, Memorial Day weekend, I believe. Wow. Um, and then the other one will be like four or five months at that point. So yeah, I can't imagine. Did he, how did he, he find himself made. just really getting along with his wife, and he's like, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. So it's funny because they're obviously stuck inside with the baby right now. And HCT13 says effing babies are the worst. Even worse is a freaking baby during quarantine. Oh, Imagine man. having two. Because my brother well, essentially has two. I mean, sure, the older one's a toddler, but close enough. Well, but not only that, but I mean, think about, I mean, at least for me, the walking and the putting the kid in the stroller. Yeah. I mean, the, the walking motion was like half the battle for you just can getting do that to sleep. still. You just got to socially distance. They like, live in the suburbs. Yeah, okay, yeah. Right, yeah. So they can, like, go down the sidewalk, and they're not going to see but anybody for a long time. Yeah. Magda Yang said, the newborn stage made me wish I never had kids. <laughs> but once you get through that gauntlet, she says she's loved from 18 months up. The little known fact is her, her child is now 19 months. So she's had a month of fun. <laughs> get back on it. Get, get back to me in a couple more months, Magda Yang. Honestly, I don't know how old her kid is. I'd be curious to know. Give me a shout. Magda Yang. So then we're going to move into toddlers, which we started to get into with one and three. And and I have a four-year-old. I don't know if that's still considered a toddler. I still consider him a toddler. I think so. Yeah, I think so. You do? Yeah. I think the next one would be preschooler. Well, yeah, that's it. That, which is five-year-old, isn't it? Um, no, well, kindergarten, kindergarten. Yeah. So it's four, of where his birthday falls. Exactly. Four is preschool. I mean, my, yeah, it just depends well, on where you're. Kids I class. call him a toddler because calling him a preschooler is, is annoying. About there you that? go. Little Charmer 80 says her favorite age is a very difficult question. At the moment, her least favorite age is two and a half. Constant yeah. tantrums about everything. Yep. They don't understand enough for you to reason with them about anything. There they're not potty trained, but they're nope. far too big and heavy to lift up to a change table. Eh, it depends. Maybe your ba baby's a little portly. Um, they're very loud and messy. And she says, I guess my favorite age is six, as my eldest just turned six. So I guess this isn't a toddler. This is elementary school. She will chill and watch a whole film. Yep. We can sit down and do activities like Legos or whatever. I mean, she can be a huge dick as well, but it's nothing like a two-year-old having a rage yeah. tantrum for no reason. I agree with that. The tantrums yep. from toddlers, especially like age two and three, can be really tough. Yep. The one to three is brutal. The I mean, once you can start, once you can you know, ask them to do something and they are able to do it. Like, can you, you know, yes, go bring your shirt on or can you put your shoes on or whatever? I don't know. Maybe that's a little advanced, but the, but just being able to communicate with them, it really changes things. And I think for me, I, I really, I like that stage and I like them as they get older. Uh, but yeah, that love the ability to order the top. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I love that ability. I love the ability to give orders and then have them look blankly at me and then just do whatever they want to do. So not underscore so underscore still underscore says she loves toddlers. They're cranky but compliant, which is what you were saying. Uh, yeah. I don't know like, about like, that. Like you can offer them chores that we talked about last week. You yeah, can yeah. offer them chores and they're so excited to like help and like, I'm a big boy. I'm going to uh, help yeah. that they'll do it. And they won't do it well, but they'll do it. And you can tell them to do stuff that normally they, a kid would not want to do, but they don't right. know any better yet. Yeah. Shandalis says she currently has a one-year-old boy, a five-year-old boy, and a 15-year-old girl. Her daughter was the easiest to parent up until becoming a tween, but that also coincided with adding her brother to the mix. See, that's got to be hard, two at once, a tween and a baby. My favorite age for her, though, was four, funny, inquisitive, engaged, and overall just pleasant. My middle one hasn't gotten to an age I enjoy yet. <laughs> it's lots of yelling and boundary testing. So that's what I have. I have a four and a nine, right? Um, so... I, I, the four is definitely cute and he can talk, but uh, mine's a little speech delayed. But even I remember when my eldest was four, the stuff that they don't always say the right thing, but it's very cute right. in their voice and the things they say, like you said, when they get earnest, it's very cute. He says, I, I loved my youngest anytime before he was mobile. There you go. That's one of the right. drawbacks of toddlers. Yep. 
Um, and then she mentions a lockdown. She said, trying to work from home during the lockdown is hard since he's constantly on the go. Which oh, is the yeah. challenge with toddlers. They, they like to be snuggly and be next to you and stuff. Oh, yeah. um, but that can be tough when you're stuck in the house and you have things to do, like work from home during a quarantine. Yeah. I mean, you can't you can't give a toddler like th- their attention span is 18 seconds. I mean, it's yeah. like you you they're, they're screaming for something that you give them. And then two minutes later, it's done. It's over. You can or, give that thing to them and they forget that that's what they yeah, want. And that's what. Yeah. And then they're off to the next one. Or that sparks. A, a massive uproar because your now 12 year old's like wait that's my favorite oh, toy that yeah. i haven't played with in 10 years and now i want it because you've given it to someone else and you're like okay i'm out i'm gonna go i'm out i'm going i'm just Dude, out that's exactly what's hands. happening in my house lately if god forbid my toddler touches anything that my nine-year-old thinks is yeah. his it doesn't even matter what it is it's a yeah. pacifier that he hasn't used in 10 years it will literally fucking go berserk so I think this is funny. So about the attention span thing, Wilson McMillan says he, his favorite is the sweet spot during the third year where they don't test their limits and they start liking TV. Oh, yes. <laughs> Once you can distract them with screen time, it, it, it don't worry about the attention span. They'll be stuck to that thing for I eight think, hours. I think that really kind of, I think that's what the main draw for parents and screen time is, is that, that transition from one to three to yeah. like the toddler. So just being able... Once your kid, I th- you know, one, they're not really able to focus. Even on screens, they're not able to focus on screens. No. Like you can give them a, the show, but they won't understand or know what's going on. Two, and then three, they really they can start to lock in. They Doc McStuffins, like boom, I'm in, right? Like <laughs> Never I'm there. But then, um, but then you spend the rest of your parenting, your 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 parenting time just trying to get them off the thing. Because, well, you know, you've made a huge mistake and now they're totally addicted and so you can't. the beginning, yeah. you're trying to desperately get some space between you and the kid. Right. So that you lean on the screen time and then you realize screen time is their daddy now. And right. you never, you can't get them off of that. Um, but that's one of the things that people like about, about toddlers is, is the snuggliness. Marianne 02360 says her favorite age is four. They can be somewhat reasoned with, but they're still snuggly. Yeah. Yeah, my my uh, five year old is is absolutely Snuggle a machine. class A machine when it comes to snuggling. Like my my wife, <laughs> my my wife more. Yeah, nice. My w- snuggles my wife more than he snuggles me, but he really will go out of his way to snuggle. Yeah. Fern's photography says he likes pre or she likes preschoolers because you can still trick them into things like chores. Yep, they're easily persuaded. And she says that teens are just like preschoolers, but they can drive away. So <laughs> it's hard to get a handle on it on the teens. Shamaret says two was good. Three to four was the worst. So we're getting into why people maybe don't like toddlers. She said, my five-year-old is pretty great right now. Five-year-olds have enough independence to function, but not much horrible attitude or sass yet. Eh, I don't see that happening with my, my kid's four. He's already getting the sass because he sees his older brother. Well, he's learned from the best. He's, there you go. He's exactly. gone to like the Navy SEAL training of sass. Are you complimenting me? Or are you yeah. mocking me? Well, I'm complimenting your son for teaching he, oh my your God. other son so well. My kid, my, my nine-year-old, all of his jokes are just, they're just insults. And then <laughs> afterwards when I get upset, he's like, I was joking. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's an insult comic. Yeah. You, you've raised <laughs> exactly. an insult comic. He's Don Perfect. Rickles. Yeah. Um. So what's funny, Lacey Moore says that her favorite age right now is two, two to three and under. And she says she's hopeful for the high school age, but she's been burned before. <laughs> 11 is not great. You know, you have an 11 or you had an 11 year old. Yeah, I have a 12 year old now. Um, it is it is a it's a bit of it's a minefield. It has been. Yeah, we're going to get into the older kids in a bit. Yeah, First, let's yeah. trash the toddlers, right? So okay, here's good. the reasons people don't like toddlers. Gina Alcaraz says, I used to think newborn was the hardest until my newborn turned into a two-and-a-half-year-old. First four to five months were easy. Two-and-a-half is hard AF. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dag Z1, that's Dag with two Gs. This is a dad. He said, I'm only into toddler experience for the first time. The demands are not just physiological, but now regimen is, a far, is far more psychologically challenging. right. They push yeah. your boundaries. They push your buttons. Yeah. Oh, oh timeouts. Oh, All right. You're going to get a time. I'm going to count to three. And then they're just standing there. All right. It's three. Now what? Yeah. And you're like, God, dude, don't, <laughs> yeah. you don't, call your bluff. Uncut, don't call my bluff. Whatever you do. 
Uh, Aaron Calopy, C-O-L-O-P-Y, says the sweet spot when they're old, when they're old enough to be a happy, sweet baby, but not old enough to really get into shit yet. He, yeah. She says it's like two weeks until five months, and then all hell breaks loose. So she doesn't sound like she's a fan of the toddler age because they get into everything. That's just their yeah. job. They just they just don't understand that they shouldn't drink poison from under the sink. You know, I think it's also, I mean, this, because it uh, it's reminding me of an earlier comment where, um, you know, just different, the, the kids were different at different ages. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's like our other episode, we were talking about uh, different personalities. You know, it, you know, my son is so, he's, he's a boy, I have two daughters and, a, and a, my son is the youngest and he, they're each so different from each other. And they were so different at diff- that, those ages. Right. Um, and it's hard to tell kind of who's learned what from whom. Or how, what? How much of their own personality is is really part so, of it? But it's 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 amazing because some of the stuff I'm like I really liked when my older daughter was this age, but not my middle. You know? Yeah. It's, so it's not you, all you about the age range. There's a lot of the circumstances and different factors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cactus Bloom with two Ks says toddlers are cute, but constantly trying to kill themselves, <laughs> and it's so tiring. And that's true. They just they have one wish, and that is a death wish. That is the end their own lives by going downstairs. Traffic, as you mentioned, any kind of electricity. Any kind of electricity. Social worker Sweetie says, I'm in the thick of three preschoolers and I contemplate jumping out of the window daily. So I don't think she likes them. Yeah, no. That's three preschoolers. Wow. So I have a nine-year-old and a four-year-old. So I guess that's a preschooler and an elementary school kid. And um, I can speak, and you have an elementary school kid, and kind of the yeah. same thing. So almost yeah. two elementary school kids. So Lottie McVick, Lotta McVicklin says she loves elementary schoolers. They're less angry than two to six-year-olds. They're fun to talk to, eager yes. to learn stuff. But most of all, they can actually do shit for and by themselves. Like get to school, clean their room, make breakfast. Not in my house. And they are starting to really grasp the concept of money so you can pay them to do stuff around the house. I hope she listened last week. Not a lot of <laughs> yeah. allowance action uh, yeah. in the chore situation. But her, I don't know how old her elementary schoolers are because my nine-year-old is, can't, isn't doing much of that stuff. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with her. I think the elementary school age is when they're starting to become, you know, they definitely the personalities are really starting to come out, you know, whether your kid's serious or not or Double funny or... Or whatever, yeah. I mean, just um, uh, you. But you definitely are able to interact with them more, and and and. They're, but they're still kind of they still, they've got that kid vibe going, you know. Like they still love cartoons oh, yes. and stuffies and snuggles and stuff like that. But they're they haven't like, turned the corner. Yeah, and also you can do things with them, like ride a bike, go swimming, ice skating. You know, it's not it's nothing. Every just imagine going ice skating with a three year old. Just, I just imagine it. it's, it is the absolute worst thing. And if you are a parent and you are at any point thinking one, once this is all over, you're going to go ice skating. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's a nightmare. I would agree with that. I don't think any of the things you mentioned sound fun. They're less <laughs> horrible as the kid gets older. Yeah. They're still not fun. Well, no, I mean, riding a bike is fun with your kids. Yeah. Isn't it? softly stated says five to seven year olds throw less tantrums than the younger kids and they're less stressful than the older kids, which is a good way of putting it. Yeah. Allison Micheline says so far ages six to seven has been easiest as they can use their brains to figure shit out. There you go. Figure it out. That That's a phrase that kind of, I, I like to use a lot. It's like, dad, I, I don't know what, I, what, what should I do with the dishes? What do you mean? Is it clean or is it dirty? <laughs> it's like yeah, exactly. if it's clean, put it away. If it's dirty, then put it in the sink. Come on. It's amazing what they can't figure out. Um, Mrs. Kristen Conley says, I hate the newborn stage. Right before babies start crawling is prime baby time. Age four is fun, but age seven to eight has been great. Yeah. So she loved elementary school. She is dreading the teenage years. Live 1977-35 says seven is great. They can microwave their own food, but they don't have the preteen attitude yet. Mm. I have yeah. plenty of attitude in my house. I uh, we've uh, yeah, that there's no short supply of that and that's been for a while now and what's what's interesting at the preteen um stage is that uh I'm actually finding more in common than at earlier stages at least with my older kid. So Is preteen what they now call tween? Yeah, like 11, 12. Well, so 9 10, 11, 10, 9 11, is not a tween. Is my no, son 
I would say, no, no, no. I would say nine, uh, 10 to 12, 10, 10, 10, 11, 12. Yeah. 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 All right. So HT cheetah says ages eight to 11 are her favorite. So she says tweens, I guess older and independent, but fun and still want their parents, which is what you mentioned a little bit earlier. Yep. But then there's some people that don't like elementary school kids like Jules, J E W L Z 1108. I have a four and a 12 year old. This is one of my favorite comments. They're, they're, this age is the worst. The, these ages are the worst. The, the, the four-year-old swears she knows everything, and my 12-year-old only makes sound effects when I talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> She's like Michael Winslow from the Police Academy movies. I want to know what kind of sound effects. I don't know if it's like derp or like, or like rude stuff, yeah. or if you just like, here's the sound of a door opening. <laughs> like steps, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice. <laughs> That's what I want to know. So, Jules Z, 1108, give me some info on that. Daniel M. Potter says, I have an 11-year-old and a 9-year-old, and I miss when they were about four months old. They napped a lot. So, it doesn't sound like he likes the, the 11 and 9-year-old stage. And Alexander Overgaard says, the worst age is whenever they start to get opinions. Which is probably like seven. I mean, they have yeah. dumb opinions. But, like, when they really start to, like, push back and maybe not want to do what you want to do in a way right. that's beyond tantrums, it's probably right. like six, seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You agree. Look at I you. agree with you. I agree with you. For the once, I figure it's time. So as I said earlier, we don't have a ton of parents with older kids, but we did have a handful that were talking about kind of the tween and upstage. Um, and what's funny is, so we did a teenager episode, and the general rap is that teens are the worst. Um but there are a lot of positive comments about teens, um, and, and it happened again, right? So Quiet and Mean, which is a good name, Quiet and Mean says, I have a teen and a tween, and I got to say, it's so much easier once they can get their own food. <laughs> a lot of people said that. You know, they can figure yeah. stuff out for themselves. They can microwave their own food. They can make breakfast. Once you have less to do, life gets easier. I, I don't know what it is. I mean, this is sort of what has sparked some of our topics about, you know, parenting now versus art when we were parented and whatnot but i think to me there's just seems to be it, it doesn't seem to be so like us and them it's by the less time of like get a to, generation gap yeah it's less, it, it we're feels less sure yeah i don't i, I think so i think that's <laughs> that's probably it but i don't know what it whether it's has to do with technology or social media or whatever it is but there's some there's there seems to be something that's a little bit more uh, connected between like i feel more connected with my 12 year old at this age than i ever felt at, with my it's parents because, at 12 it's because childhood lasts longer and there's more common ground in terms of the stuff that we all do i think what well, do you, maybe, when you say childhood, like you mean that we are children well into our twenties, and so we're yeah. feeling that like we we can we can, it wasn't. I mean, it was a long time ago, but it wasn't that long ago that we can recall that kind of information. Is that what you're saying? Sort of, yeah. But I mean, just like the, it's not like kids. It's not like you need at fifteen you need to get a job or you're potentially gonna get drafted or anything like that, right? Like. This, life is just a little bit more casual for a longer period of time. I mean, obviously not for everybody, but and like 35 year olds, I, I mean, I feel like I look 18, I feel probably 15. Well, you like, sound eight. So <laughs> I think that's the big takeaway. Look, I'm not, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a sociologist. I am Wait, right you're about not? this, but no, I'm God. not. Oh, God. Um, so OG Brenna, who's a friend of mine, another friend who I worked with back around at, the year 2000, which used to seem like the future, can't believe it's 20 years ago, says, my 12-year-old brings me coffee in bed. That's what I'm talking about. She said, when we did the things you like most about parenting um, for April Fool's Day, she said that um, when she goes and wakes up her 12-year-old, she still reaches for a hug. The, okay. like a nice 12-year-old. Okay. Okay, OG Brenna, we get yeah. it. You have an Stop ideal bragging. life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stop like showboating over here. But um, no, but I do like the, um, I really do enjoy the independent thought and then being able to kind of bring in, you know, yeah, new th new ideas and, you know, just like, hey, it's, it's cool. Like, we're, for. Well, believe me, right now, my 12-year-old's doing SketchUp. Literally right now, my 12-year-old's on SketchUp redesigning her room. So we'll see how that goes. It's um, it's like a 3D program. Oh, is it like Scusted? No, and no one knows what that <laughs> is, and don't ever go there. It's, and it's an uh, amazing joke. It's, okay, 
I don't think so. So, so Sarah Ruralo says, I love babies to five-year-olds, but it's much easier when they become tween or become teens. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't have a teen yet. My nine-year-old might as well be a teen. I do not foresee him being easier at a teenager. I, I guarantee you it's going to get, you're going to be able to, because all your interest will start to level off. So if you're not into Minecraft or you're not into Zelda, yeah, that's true. by the way, get into zelda like that's yeah. what we've been that's what I, i'm playing with all my kids it's the best i've just started it. it's awesome but oh, you uh, got the switch right yeah i got the switch so um but yeah i mean i think once once your interests kind of become more aligned or at least you know first of all your your, your kid before you know is going to start talking about social media and you'll be like hold on sonny let me tell you a thing or two about how i to get run fun. social media yeah yeah let, let me tell you how to troll people this is how you troll people <laughs> you call that a troll <laughs> Cotton Farmer AZ says he prefers, or she, again, don't know, new Patreon, new patron, says yeah. the age where they can get their own shit and make their own food. And I think that is the theme of this yeah. entire thing. The The less needy and clingy they are, um, the ideal sweet spot is when they're like cuddly, um, but don't have attitude and can be independent. Um, and then when they get older and they're so independent that they can just leave you alone and they're out of the house. Somebody said the best age is when they move out. <laughs> over I, 20 I, country girl 1958 over 20 because they're out of your house yeah yeah no i remember um not too long ago we were uh a, a group of us uh from work we're at a at a restaurant and we looked over and it was it was lunchtime and there's this little uh probably like a five-year-old or four-year-old little girl really cute with her dad just sitting there coloring and all of us were like that is absolutely adorable and yeah. incredibly cute and then we were all immediately reminded that she was probably gonna have a huge tantrum that night and we didn't want to want anything to do with that and uh yeah and it's just you know there's like those little moments of like you know those little snapshots that you see sometimes and you're like oh what a cutie well, and then the your reality comes crashing down it goes back to what d lake nestor said that earlier that every age is terrible and great in one way or another right so there's yeah. pros and cons to every single age so but there are a handful of people who like me don't think any age is the best age. Uh, <laughs> Mary Babayan, uh, one of our patrons, says pre-birth was her favorite <laughs> age. <laughs> Lil Mommy Wendy says no favorite age. They're all terrible. D DQ underscore 0131 said, is there an age we're supposed to like? <laughs> Funky Fee, one of our old school uh, listeners and a Patreons, our patron says, I always hope for the next age to get better, but we're not there yet. I hope we'll be teens. I didn't like ages zero through seven so far. <laughs> Seven years of just, nope, none of those. Yeah. AKM Prell 1011 says, babies take your sleep and toddlers take your sanity. Middle schoolers think they know everything and insist that the dab and flossing are dance moves. <laughs> your daughter's a dancer. Does she dab and floss? Uh, no, I mean, not anymore. Because... What's the floss? The floss is like, the, yeah, well, you move like the your hips. Ski. Yeah, kind of, I guess is, that's one thing. But um, that's one way to describe it. I'm not uh, a dancer, Pete. <clears throat> You you have the body of a dancer. Well, thank you. Yeah. A lot of cocaine. Yeah. So KML218 says, what age do they move out? That's her favorite age. That's great. And then so I made a I made a snide remark um, when I asked the question, what's your favorite age? And I was like running through the ages, like babies, toddlers, tweens, teens, college kids. And then I said, you can't say college kids. That's bullshit. And somebody said, actually, college kids, DJ Hudak says college kids are not easier. They think they know everything and they still want you to pay for everything. <laughs> TR, uh, TR Zabala says freshman undergrads after philosophy and ethics 101 are annoying. Literally just told a 17 year old old girl, good luck with her revolution against the patriarchy and imperialism by telling people not to vote. <laughs> so see, this is the thing. Independent thought can come right. back and bite you in the ass, especially when it's just, you're just learning stuff and you're just all on fire with these dumb ideas. You don't realize that's not how reality works. Grow up, become a Republican and then talk to me that okay? <laughs> Texas Margaret says the 20s can be so hard because you can't protect them and the bad can be really bad. Now, that's depressing. That is. And depressing. it's why my parents still stay awake. Like when I go out to dinner, if I'm visiting home yeah. and I go out to dinner with my wife and we get home at like 1 a.m., my parents will still be up waiting for us because that worry what? never goes away. Can I just ask a quick question? Yeah. What the hell are you doing out in, in, in Connecticut? until 1 a.m. Is there a place open that that late or are you just, are you, the end, are you sitting at the end of the block just idling 
from First from ten thirty. My family lives right outside of New Haven, and it's we're rocking downtown scene. Second of all, I was lying to sound cooler, and now you're, you're <laughs> calling me out. We get home like eleven thirty. You talking about? It. And then uh, yeah. Just Jules ninety nine one seven eight zero says college kids are not easy. Debilitating stress and depression again. Uh, I don't want to hear this. I wasn't depressed during college, but that's a bigger deal, I think, for kids these days. I think because of social media. What they should do is start a podcast. Mike, I just realized that you've blown it this entire episode. Why? Why have you blown it? Why? Do you know what has happened? We we didn't even open the episode with this. We hit the milestone that we've been talking about. How the hell did we not bring this up? At I the forgot. Beginning? I we forgot. forgot. And so not only, you, it, it, literally the phrase debilitating stress and depression just immediately popped into my head. You playing the clarinet. About a recorder. I don't have my clarinet. I it know. I know. Okay. So Here's how do you not have the recorder ready? People so, are going to be pissed. I'm pissed. My, my son is on quarantine and remote schooling and the music teacher was like, fuck that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. So he basically canceled recorder lessons. So my son has his recorder, but for two weeks it's not been around because my toddler found it and has been grabbing it and using it. So we hit it. And now I don't know where it is. I promise what I'm going to do. I don't want to subject people. I guess I will next time, but I don't want to subject people. To what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a video on my Instagram of me, um, playing the recorder. If you ha- I'm going to play um, immigrant song and the 90210 theme. And I'll do it on the podcast too, but No, you got to do it on the podcast. This is we, we we blew it, man. Not we. You blew it. Me. Yeah. You that's what you we were ta- we've hit know, 200 ratings on Look, iTunes. It's the coronavirus. Apple podcast. It's the coronavirus. It's got us all a titter. It does. does. We did have one of the best the best reviews ever was from someone who gave us a review and the only thing they put was the little was the little notes was the little notes because they knew that my wife just threw the recorder into the room oh well let's go let's go mike (laughs) this is it i don't remember how to play immigrant song hey mike we got it doesn't have to just be okay i got nine or two and oh ready okay here we go oh hold on i'm screwing up It's a lot of pressure, okay? Something's not, something's not working, folks. This, this sounds exactly like what a recorder <laughs> this is, this should is sound like. There's people listening right now being like, why are you subjecting me to the recorder? Little known fact. God, I can't nail it. What is happening, Okay, Pete? little known fact that the recorder was actually invented around the time of the Black death the plague yeah and a lot of people because the recorder was invented just let the black death happen because yeah, they're they like just, i can't stand this anymore bite them. i hit this recorder music is literally the worst thing i've ever <laughs> experienced and i'd much rather have i'd much rather just die of a gruesome death recorder music with air quotes yeah i'm, I'm, I'm getting it okay wrong somehow People are really upset that you this... reminded them. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. I think we've subjected the people enough you to your really awful. You really put me on the spot. All right. I didn't have well. a chance to practice because I forgot. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to open. You're going to play the theme tune to you pick it. Next episode. So I, I only know I only know two songs. Three. Okay, I can do Heart and Soul, which is the song they play on the piano in Big. I can probably do Hot Cross Buns. What is that? No, no, no. Come on. I can everyone. do Nano Two One O. No, do what about on. the the theme tune to Magnum Pi? Yeah, do 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 yeah. Okay. Good. And I can do immigrant song, but I need practice on that. Yeah. I can't Drake started my wife just threw okay. me under the bus. <laughs> Mama buried from the top. Mama buried. Thank you very much, <laughs> Mama buried. Well, we did it, and and thank you to everyone who rated and uh, and gave us uh, and got us got us to two hundred. Got us to we it was two hundred and one. 
No, Actually, we're at 204 now. Gosh, what's happening? This is crazy. What are we going to do? What are you going to uh, play when we hit 300? Tuba? Ooh, well, I'm going to I'm gonna think. Maybe I, I need to think through what I'm going to do. I don't know. I want to do something. I mean, obviously, it would be um, <clears throat> nowhere near as humiliating as playing a recorder. Uh, <laughs> that but, really you know, was. That whole sequence just then, really. I'm, like, if you could see my face, I'm probably blushing. Did did it did it bring you back to to high school when you would play the recorder and people would be like, "Where's Mike?" Okay, you know Where's what? In high school, I played. Get it right. I played the clarinet. Yeah. In the okay. concert and marching bands, and I played okay. the alto saxophone in the jazz band. Okay. Oh, so you're Not a cool the recorder. Guy. Okay. Billy Joel sheet music. Okay. And I crushed it. We used to play "Push It" by Salt and Pepper. I could probably do that on this. All right, so do that. All right, so next no, week. No, no, not right now. <laughs> no, next week. Next week, we'll hear you. We'll do do push it next week. And if anyone um, has any requests, if you listen to this episode and you have any requests for uh, pop songs that I might be able to play on the recorder, send them in, and maybe I'll maybe I'll give one or two of them a shot. Yeah, absolutely. All right. <laughs> okay on that choke, note choke right. city that was not a two and out really poorly all right i think we should i think we should leave these poor poor people alone and just say thank you so much for listening and we'll we'll see you i next apologize time. for the recorder that was pete's fault and my wife's fault who threw it into the room thank you mom and buried we love you and we love you for listening thank you so much and we will see you next time yeah give us a few more reviews and if you want at 250 i'll never play the recorder again <laughs> yeah peace